0: It's time to get in touch with your northern roots. Welcome to a space where I shine the spotlight on Canadian artists that are actively honing their craft, both at home and abroad. My name is Chichi Anua. Let's begin. In today's episode, I'm chatting with Amanda Castudio, a comedian from right here in Toronto. Here's just a taste of what to expect at one of her shows.
1: Guys always do this thing where they think you want to sleep with them when you say something like, hi.
0: <laughs> As you know, it's me, Chi Chi, and we are on Northern Roots. And today, we have Amanda Custodio. Custodio. See, I, I practiced beforehand. Oh, gosh. Um, Custodio, it's good. It's thank good. you. Um, <laughs> I'll be all the time. Uh, so, Amanda, Hi. Thanks for meeting with me. Uh, would you mind like introducing
1: yourself and just kind of like give us a little backstory? Sure. Um, so um, I'd like to you know um, say that it is okay you've messed up my name sometimes uh, at prom no, so, so because I'm a comedian, A lot of people will ask me like, "Hey, how do you pronounce your your last name?" uh to me and i'll go with like through it with them like multiple times um and then they'll still fuck up my name on stage so don't even worry like the first time i usually don't expect anybody to get it um but yeah i am i'm a comedian uh in toronto right now uh i'm from toronto as well um, i went to school with chi chi she was uh i believe a year or two above me uh yeah i think so yeah um you were in Chris Teatro's year, right? Yeah. Okay, you would've been a year above me. Um, and, uh, I specialized in playwriting, uh, and, uh, I did do device theater, but I dropped out. Um. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing a, a comedy for about a little, just over a year now, uh, if you're including the training that I did. Oh, really? Um, I want to talk about that as well. Yeah. Uh, I started actually actively doing it, I would say uh, earlier this year, around February or March. But yeah. Wow. And I run a show on Saturday nights. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So
0: I want to talk quickly about um, training and how did you come into becoming a comedian? Uh,
1: so uh, someone uh, in our program in my year, she was doing her master's during my fifth year. I did a, a fifth year. And during that year, so it her play was based on a uh, mental illness. Um, and so I think
0: I've I I heard of that one
1: yes it was called the Irrational Trilogies by um, Slavs um, so she runs uh, the theater company um, On the Bright Side Theater uh, anyways how it all came to be was it, it was a trilogy uh, of three monodramas um, and they all uh, kind of took the audience from different mental illnesses. Uh, in this process, she basically wanted to um, do a fundraiser for chem um, to give back. But uh, we knew that like we weren't gonna get enough money to donate enough money to chemH like for as much money as we wanted to to Chem-H. Um, and pay our actors and the people involved. So what we did was we did a, a fundraiser for okay. Um uh, and and to promote the show. Uh, it was at Artscape, Witchwood Barnes. Yeah. Uh, we also did it this year. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, multiple people from our program performed this year. Even people from your year. Oh my goodness, yeah, where it was, was I? Like, I know, I know. Clearly, <laughs> well, I can under a rock. It's uh, gonna be uh, annual. Uh, oh, that's what Celeste said. Um, so you know, just keep in tune or like if she ends up um, you know mentioning it. Um, to me or when she asks me again i'll just say like hey like i'll shoot you a message about yeah, it. Please do. Um, but uh yeah so basically everyone signed up to sing during this thing um and she says amanda everyone's singing can you do stand-up comedy <laughs> uh so i was like yeah sure She you know, like i'll try so i did it and Although like now, like when I look at it, I'm like, ew, Like I was terrible back then. I, I had, I had been successful in the act, so oh, nice. okay. I, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so I just kind of uh, signed up for a course afterwards. Um, and and I and I loved it. So I did stand up levels one to three at the Second City back to back, like just right off the bat. Yeah, um, from end of August last year to. I would say, I guess, the beginning of March, Um, because there are breaks in between each term. Right. Um, And each class is about seven weeks long. Okay, that's Um,
0: like that's pretty long long time. That's like,
1: basically, a term
0: at York. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, it's... I know, these stimmets are good. (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: by the way, we're eating some I think that might be my thing right now. Like, as Andrew people, we're just gonna, like, grab titties and chat. Because Canada.
1: Yeah, you got it. You had to represent the North, man. Uh, yeah, hence Northern um, Roots. A um, little interlude. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then that's how I got into it, but um, but also though, like it was always kind of on the plate for me because when I was doing playwriting training at um, York, uh, the dramaturg uh, that I would always go to for, with my work, she would always kind of like show me uh, videos of different comedians and compare it to my writing because my writing had a very sketch comedy um, feel to it. So like for, even before you had really taken
0: comedy as part of the series, I know you were kind of already writing for Yeah, like
1: um, she would always show me, you know, um, Amy Schumer, uh, Louis C.K. I know it's fucked up I mean, but now, yeah. but you know what, he was one of my favorites before. Um, and yeah, we used, to, we used to always just watch them, because all my writing was very, very sketchy. And even the playwriting uh, instructor at the time, uh, it was our TA because Judith Slutikoff went on a, a sabbatical. Right. So we had someone for um, second term who was actually in stand-up. And he would oftentimes like tell me that my writing was very sketch. So it was on the plate for me like long before I even got, it, got to it, like in 2016. That's awesome, yeah. oh my gosh.
0: What has been the most memorable moment for you? Where, A uh, little moment where it's been like, I'm out here, and I'm doing this, and this is awesome.
1: I would say, there was this one show I did in... It was actually on my birthday this year, and I remember... Um, so there was a there was one comic in, on the scene in Toronto, and he's only a couple years older than me, I think. I don't think he's too much older than me. I don't really know. He just doesn't look that much older than me. Anyways, he's been on, like, JFL and, like, a bunch of, like, big, like, comedy platforms. Like, and he's well-known in the city and the scene. Like, he's a pro. Right. And he was hosting this show. Um, anyways, this show I was really, really nervous to be on because a lot of the people who were asked to be on that show um, are usually on all those platforms or they have, like, a lot of credits. Um, in comedy and they're headliners and I by no means even now I'm a headliner Um, but um, the only reason why I ended up getting the gig was because the guy who runs the show who is also extremely talented reached out to me and was like hey um, I'm opening up this platform um, for a five minute set um, to some newbies Um, if you bring four to six people uh, you can get on the show I was like, yeah, 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 sure, so I signed up on my birthday, um, very, very manipulative, that's how you get people to come to your shows if you're going to bring your show, (laughs) yeah, that's, yeah, just fake your birthday all the time, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) um, and, and that was a big deal that he had reached out to me, because I was like, oh, wow, like, someone actually knows my name, they know that, you know, like, and and he reached out to me before, yeah, yeah, I even met him, so, um, but anyways, the the other guy that posted that night, he came up to me at the end of the night and, like, shook my hand and said I had a really good set. And that was just, like, a, a huge thing to have that recognition because someone on the top, um, acknowledged me like that, um, yeah. With no, like, um, ulterior motives because oftentimes, like, male comedians are, they'll just say that you have a good set and then basically, like once you say, no, I will have a drink with you, they'll talk shit. Like, it's just, it's one of those things. That was just, like, a big deal, because someone actually saw my comedy for what it was, and rather than, you know, just me being, like, a a woman on stage. Yeah, they're just, like,
0: you're a comedian, and I enjoy your work. Yeah. That's, I mean, I guess that is the dream, really, to, like, be wanted for your
1: work as a
0: person, not yeah.
1: whether, you know, your gender or anything like that. Yeah, So absolutely. Yeah. How do I balance everything? Uh, yes. I don't. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, no. I, um, I just, I try my best to schedule um, ahead of time as much as possible. Um, the one thing I prioritize the most is sleep. Um, yeah. So when yeah. I get free time, I sleep uh, and eat. Um, otherwise, I'll just get a panic attack, but... Um, Yeah, Yeah, because I'm one of those people who needs their sleep. Um, And I'm also getting to the age where like, well, yeah, you better start (laughs) sleeping. You're not, yeah, once you get to, once you hit 23, 24, you can't just deprive your body of sleep like you used to when you were 19, 21.
0: How would you describe yourself, Amanda the Comedian, in five words or less?
1: I am very, very vulgar. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I am very, yeah, that's fine. no i am vulgar and feminist oh, not, and a feminist okay that's six words it's but okay, we're not even yeah, okay okay great cool most of the time comics get between four and six oh sorry four and ten minutes for a set okay. uh, on a regular basis like a standard set is usually about five minutes especially when you go to an open mic if you're doing a competition it's about five to six minutes cool um and then certain um rooms like or certain shows will give you like five to ten or seven to ten, right? um Because they don't have to be there all night for another week. True. Like, yeah. Get in there, do their bit, and so, yeah. yeah. So, so you have a team. So yeah, that's and that's exciting. That's... Exactly, because that's like a that's like the time amount as a feature spot on a on the show is, and I'm on a lineup with a bunch of pros, go, so Whoa. I'm really really nervous about it. Um,
0: yeah. No, but that's. I mean, obviously, good nerves, but that's also very. That's very exciting to like know that like you're like improving in the way that is getting to like a certain level.
1: Yeah. And like know. going beyond that. Exactly, and it's. Um, it- I mean, like, it is really exciting because, like, people are starting to really recognize my name. Like, even if someone hasn't met me before, usually before I go up on a show or when I meet the producer of the show and I get there, they're always like, oh, I've heard a lot about you or seen your name on a lot of, like, lineups. So, um, the, the bar is definitely set high for me every single time I perform and because of because I'm continuously trying to plow through everything. Yeah, like, and, trying to figure your name out there. And, yeah. Yeah, so far it's working. I think the, the best thing about this entire process is like yeah people know my name but it's more the fact that I have like exponentially like grown like on and on and on like I like for example like in the spring I felt like really good about my performing skills and I felt like on the top but even now when I look back on the spring and how I performed in the spring I was like I'm way better now than I was in spring like it's kind of crazy um and a lot of my fellow comics are, are noticing, like, you know, you, you're improving, like, so much. Yeah, I so it's, yeah. Because um, that's that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear, oh, you're so good. Oh, you're right. so bad. It's, it's always fun. good to just keep growing um, as an artist. Can take another two minutes? Uh-huh. Please do. Um Yeah, okay. So, like, I do have a couple mm-hmm. questions, but, like, yeah. the question that just popped
0: into my brain was, um, how do you write your own material? Oh, there's a cute little girl, Kai, I just singing I love her already um but yes how do you write your material how do you come up with it is there a source of inspiration or like a music playlist what is your
1: process that's a tough question (laughs) Um, honestly like uh, I don't know if you've noticed this but a lot of the time when I write my like a lot of my jokes are pretty blunt they're they're coming from a very blunt place Um, I don't know I a lot of my comedy is in a place, it's weird, because I'm, I'm a little bit in the middle between being a, a dark comic and a very feminist comic, mm-hmm. so like, I'll take, um, examples of what's happened to me in my life when like i've been degraded by like a man of some sort or you know or from a dating experience where i've been treated like shit um and i'll really have like a feminist opinion on something but i'll also like but then there are times where i'll punch down and make fun of a subject just to lighten the mood and make it less it's really hard i don't know um a lot of the time it does come from a place of truth right I also um, tend to make a lot of fun of like where um, my parents are from. Um, so I'm Portuguese. Um, I make fun of the stereotypes of Portuguese people. I make fun of kind of like um, what Portuguese families are I mean, like, especially towards their female, like their daughters versus their uh, sons. Yeah, a lot of that kind of stuff. It's a very uh, narcissistic. Play. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. Um, but I'm learning. I'm, I'm slowly learning to be performing for an audience rather than for myself. Because I think one of the best skills, because I'm taking a, um, a class in Second City right now, it's a storytelling class, and one of the biggest things that um, my instructor is teaching me is that you're telling it for the, the audience, um, not for you, and you have to read the audience and, and, and kind of like, let that determine how you tell your story or how you say what you want to say. Right. So it's it's less um,
0: less you up there being like, hey, this is me, Amanda. This is my life, and more like, oh, you know, here's a little anecdote about my life and exactly. how it can be
1: translated to life. Yeah. yeah, and it's um it's it's really interesting because like originally I. Uh, <laughs> When I started comedy, it was very like, I'm here, look at me, whatever. Yeah. That's what's given me my stage presence and my voice, but um, I'm slowly learning to kind of like, make it a sharing experience with the audience. Uh, because your story or your jokes are gonna be determined in different, in different ways by different people. The point is, is to make it relatable. I don't know if you've ever watched Ellen's, um, Ellen has, like, a, uh, a Netflix special right now on, and it's called Am I Still Relatable, because she's this rich person, because what made her famous as a comic in the 80s or whatever, I don't remember what decade it was, was the fact that she was so okay so she was a lesbian and there was so much shame toward the lgbtq community at the time um you know she was poor you know she was just shamed in so many different ways and what made her funny was the fact that she would punch down on herself for all the issues that she had and and that's what made her relatable and now she's rich she's famous and she's like you know this icon that everyone loves but it's also like
0: is can she still like Bridge that gap. Yeah,
1: and she, and that's what she she did in that special, and it was absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it. It's a very clean um, special. Which um, when you say
0: clean, do you mean like
1: it's like family friendly,
0: or do you mean more like I it's know. very succinct and like to the point? Um,
1: I would say both, but uh, what I meant originally was like very family friendly. Because honestly, like if you as a comic can be clean, not swear. Um, and not be, not go to a sexual place or a dark place, you right. are a good comic because Because you don't need to do that Exactly, because most comics will always go to a body fluid an, um, place and, um, and I am guilty of it all the time but also, at the same time, that's the type of person I am So, yeah
0: So you would say that the, how do I phrase this? Um, the core of your (laughs) am I is it okay can I say act is that what is that the word okay Okay, so would you say like the core of your act is um feminism based as well as you know tongue in cheek vulgarity jokes is
1: that like kind of yeah and I like to kind of talk about political issues such as like race or like you know I even have a joke about Louis CK like I like to make statements on stage a lot of the time I've been told that I'm I'm almost like a professor on stage, um, but I think that's just because I'm very like I talk very assertively um, in general. I, like I, I say it how it is. I'm very straightforward. Uh,
0: yeah. You have like a particular comedian that you look up to? Oh yes. I mean, yeah? Okay. No, please dive right in.
1: Okay. So well I have a cu- well I have a couple. So um, the ultimate one is Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Okay. Oh, yes. Super I, energetic man yeah. hater on stage. She's she, really cute with glasses. Yes. Yeah. Um. She like she's so good she's so good like all her specials like i can watch them a thousand times and still laugh
0: um
1: i uh another uh person i look up to is george carlin he died about 11 years ago um he was really ahead of his time um because you know he he was a white man um, doing comedy throughout you know 80s 90s uh early 2000s talking about pro-women, like, being, like, pro-women, and having opinions about, you know, like, how anti-abortion is wrong, and all that stuff, and it's up to a woman, and, like, that was, that's just, like, a huge deal for someone, you know, of that majority group, right, to be so progressive, yeah, like that, um, a lot of his jokes were kind of, were very much like that, um, and he was really, really, he had a really dark sense of humor, um, yeah, just so intelligent, um, so, yeah, he's, like, an OG.
0: Thank you to Amanda Custodio for taking the time to chat with me. It's always a treat. Check out the show notes for more information about Amanda, her show dates, and more. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember, stay hungry, humble, and rooted to your dreams. I'm Chichi Anuwa, signing off. Cheers.